All right, welcome back in. Man, that was a wild that was a wild one with uh, Bobby and the Charlie phone call there. Funny stuff, man, funny stuff. Uh, table the Brewers for a little bit. They got their game tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, against the Dodgers. Now we welcome in... Oof, I, I've, been, I've been following this guy on Twitter for a while. It's a great follow, at Cox Sports 1, C-O-X Sports 1. You can check him out on WCLL 1230 AM and the Pro Football Focus Locked on Bears podcast. We welcome in Lauren Cox. Lauren, good morning, man. How you doing? Hey, thanks for having me on. It's a tough act to follow, but I'll try and do my best. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I did. So that's a guy, uh, not to spend too much time on it, we got a guy named Charlie who just gets up at 3 a.m. and just starts pounding beer and then loves to call us. So that's, you got a little taste of what it is uh, with Charlie calling in. Maybe we can get him to call in to uh, WCLO for you, too. Yeah, I didn't realize you had my uncle on this morning, but that's really great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lord, I brought, you, I brought you on because I love following your stuff when it comes to, because I like knowing my enemy. And you, you cover the. You know, the Bears, the Lockdown Bears podcast, there's some good stuff here. I see you breaking down Trubisky, breaking down Foles. Take us through how in the world the Bears are 3-0 and alongside the Packers, top of the NFC North. Well, it does feel like two very different styles of 3-0 and teams, right? I mean, the Bears are 3-0 and thanks to, like, four different plays in the last three games that all happened to go their way. Uh, a miraculous fourth-quarter comeback against the Lions in Week 1. Held on against a, a bad Giants team in week two, and then Nick Foles' magic, big Nick energy at the end of the uh, win over the Falcons. Like, this is a team that is very well aware that they maybe don't deserve to be 3 and 0, and that's why they were so quick to make a quarterback change even during an undefeated season. Like, they were well aware that the quarterback played through the first two weeks, even though it was two wins, was not overall good enough to the point where it was like halftime of the Falcons game and they were already talking about making this decision. So this is a Bears team that I think still has a lot to prove despite their 3-0 and start, but it's a, it's a great head start for them in terms of trying to make the playoffs and the odds and all the different analytics behind that. Yeah, now I saw you breaking down Mitch Trubisky's last interception. Uh, you, you got the video of it, and you break down what it was with Trubisky and how he didn't have the development. What is it, in your opinion, that Trubisky never could quite you know, take that next step? Yeah, after three and a half years uh, as a starting quarterback, even like this offseason, Matt Nagy was quoted, he said, you know, Mitch Trubisky needs to become a master of coverages, needs to understand what the defense is doing, and it, it's never quite clicked for him. So we've seen this Bears offense really focus on simple one-read throws. It's a curl flat, a slant flat, an easy, an easy levels concept, nothing that requires a lot of thinking and understanding. But that last interception was one of those times when Matt Nagy says, okay, I'm going to open up the playbook a little bit. We'll take the training wheels off. Let's see if you can ride this bike. And on a play like that, he gets to like his third or fourth receiver in the progression, former Packer Jimmy Graham, come look over the middle of the field. <laughs> and he doesn't see a defender in zone coverage that's right where he's throwing the ball to because as he's going through his progression, he doesn't understand what the coverage is on the play. He can't read that it's cover two. And when you're a fourth-year NFL quarterback, you have to be able to read a coverage on your drop back, understand, okay, here's the routes on my play, and based on the coverage that we're in, this is the route that should be open. But instead, he's just looking at players and not understanding where they're supposed to be and just kind of thrown to a spot where he thinks a guy might be open, and boom, easy interception. Yeah, Lauren Cox joining us right now. You can check him out at WCLO 1230 AM, Lockdown Bears podcast, as well as the Bears Wire. Now, uh, Lauren, when... Nick Foles came in. I immediately saw a check down that I've seen Mitch Trubisky throw his entire career. And then I'm like, I've seen this. I've seen this story before. And then I see him throw what I thought was a touchdown at first. Turns out it was an interception. When Nick Foles first comes in, what are you thinking as you see what Mitch Trubisky can do and then an interception? 
Yeah, the interception was one of those, uh, it was almost like a fail Mary yeah. all, all over again. Somebody tweeted out touchdown Seahawks after it happened. But <laughs> the, the uh, yeah, it definitely took some time for Foles to knock some of the rust off, right? These are wide receivers he's never thrown to before. He's actually never had Matt Nagy as a play caller. They've worked on the same offenses before, but Nagy's made the play calls into Andy Reid's headset who makes the calls into Nick Foles. So there was, a, there was a lot of adjusting there on the first couple of drives, kind of getting to know each other a little bit. But really when, when everything was on the line in the fourth quarter and he needed to deliver some downfield you know, key critical throws, big fourth and six, he hit the Ted Ginn, and then a couple of you know, big-time touchdowns to call, call, climb back into this. Yeah. It was really a smarter well-executed quarterbacking for like you can see him physically like reading the coverage and making the right read based on where his receivers are going to be like he's not like an infinitesimally better quarterback or better arm than what Trubisky can do he can just kind of read the coverage and get the ball where it needs to be so sometimes that's a lot of checkdowns but this is an offense where if if you can just hit the checkdowns and kind of find the right reads let your playmakers make some plays, let your running game get the stuff going, and if the defense can hold up a little bit better, that's, that's enough to win NFL football games. So, I mean, they got to win They got to win a lot. You know, Packers got to win a lot, too. I think they're the ones fighting now for the NFC North with the torch passed. Well, by the way, is, does Nick Trubisky ever start again in the NFL? Not in week one. I think Mitch Trubisky starts when somebody's starter gets hurt and he comes okay. in as the backup. And now that Nick Foles has the torch, what does that mean for the NFC North and the Chicago Bears? Are they you know, going to be vying for that top spot along with the Packers? I don't think they're going to legitimately compete to win the division. I mean, by default, they're, they're, they're in second, so they're going to be competing in that regard. But if I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. Overall, I'm not worried. I don't think the Bears are quite on their level, especially if Aaron Rodgers keeps playing like this. Like, I see the Bears, you know, preseason I was thinking like, eight and eight and you know with Nick Foles if he plays this well they're more like nine and seven ten and six at best but I think you know the Packers can be at 11 and five maybe even 12 and 14 if things really kind of keep holding up like this and I think we'll start to see the Bears come back to earth a little bit more in the coming weeks here they've got the Colts this week maybe not so tough but then Buccaneers they got the Saints the Titans and then the Packers twice in the final five weeks of the season I, I have a feeling uh we'll be able to tell by then a, a bigger separation than the records suggest right now. Lauren, I really appreciate your time, my man. WCLO, 1230 AM. You can check him out, Lockdown Bears Podcast, the Bears Wire as well. Before I let you go, is Big Nick Energy real? Oh, Big Nick Energy is very real. The coaching staff can't stop gushing about him. They, they <laughs> Less than 24 hours after Mitch Trubisky was benched, like the body wasn't even cold yet. The coaching staff was like subtly taking shots at him. The wide receivers coach talked about a back shoulder throw. He's like, yeah, we haven't seen that much over the last two to three years, but I think we're going to see a lot more of it now. It was like, geez. Oof. Oh, and um, last year we found out Trubisky didn't know how to turn a TV off when the uh, criticism got tough. Can Nick Foles turn a TV off, in, do you think? I have a feeling, you know, he's got a little bit more height, a little bit more arm strength on that. I think his teammates will be happy to turn it off for him. <laughs> Lord, we appreciate your time, man. Thanks for joining us. Anytime, man. Thank uh, you. There he is, Lauren Cox. Check him out. WCLO, 1230 AM. Also, Lockdown Bears Podcast, the Bears Wire as well.